Be part of the conversation. Join the Hope Forum in Athens, October 25th and 26th. The only event connecting stakeholders from the West and North of Europe with the Balkans and the Mediterranean. For more information, visit our website at ehealthforum.org. Join us in Athens this October. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. So this is Vicky Colavour for Tech Talk Central, and this is the second day of the Health Week. And I have with me a lady and three gentlemen um, from the Universe Al project. It starts Universe AAL, um, and it's about IOT. And I have with me Syed. Sorry, I got to take those glasses off. I can't uh, read with them. Weird enough. So I have Said Tazari, he's associate head at the UNICEFAL project. Um, Pilar Salah, who's the technical manager, and we'll talk about what the project is. And we'll have two case studies, hopefully, with Bruno Jean Bart, who's uh, director of innovation social. We'll explain exactly what that title means. And uh, a Greek gentleman, Omiros Papadopoulos, um, from. Uh, uh, you're representing Democritus or Democritus? Okay, you'll explain on the microphone. So, Democritus Research Center. So, say to start with you, what is this project about? I'll try to make it simple so everybody listening can understand. I do my best. Uh, first of all, um, thank you for this uh, uh, opportunity. Um, we are from a piloting, I think, largest piloting project in Europe in the area of uh, independent living. And uh, uh, we are using as a um, characteristic of what uh, of our project is that we have 13 different pilots in eight countries in Europe, and we are using um, all in all these pilots the same common open platform for integrating things, no matter for which application, because each pilot is doing another application uh, and so on. But uh, we are using the same. Uh, software technology for integration and uh, uh, creating uh, new uh, use cases based on this integrated environment. That is uh, what we enable. And the technology that uh, is used as this common open platform is called, as you said, Universal. It's an open source um, uh, platform. Uh, that uh, uh, helps uh, exactly to integrate and uh, um, uh, facilitates the deployment of distributed systems. Mm -hmm. uh, that is what this platform does. Uh, we could reach a very good level of maturity with this piloting project so that now we are taking very concrete uh, steps towards, um, um, towards market, uh, market um, entrance and so on. For this, we are going for, because the uh, technology itself is an open source and free one, also we are going for an international non-profit association that uh, tries uh, to um, uh, collect uh, stakeholders from the universal ecosystem uh, and help that uh, the uh, maintenance and further development of this common technology, universal, uh, is financially supported. So that, uh, so that this technology can also be used in future. That is what we do. Okay, coming to you, Pilar. 
you'd expect a more technical question, but um, what popped up in my mind is, first of all, I'd like you to say when it started, at what stage you are, what you've cr- developed up to now. And it, may be, it might be a simple question, but what if a startup is dreaming of creating an IOT thing, whatever, can they connect to your platform from anywhere of these countries? Okay, um, well... When it started, uh, uh, we started with the development of the platform uh, like uh, almost 12 years ago. So uh, the first initiatives were funded by the European Commission through research projects uh, already back in FP6. Uh, and uh, in FP7, uh, we got a project that was a consolidation of all the existing projects that uh, somehow has developed uh, similar platforms. So we consolidated all the results in one single platform. That is uh, the way Universal was born. That project uh, lasts uh, from uh, 2010 uh, to 2013. And uh, uh, at the end of the project, uh, the platform was uh, quite uh, advanced uh, uh, at a level of uh, technology readiness level of uh, six, more or less. And for that, uh, from that moment on, uh, it was uh, this uh, large-scale piloting project that was uh, uh, funded and and that was uh, running using the platform and, and testing, stress testing the platform, also further developing uh, new functionalities uh, to enable different pilot sites to realize their uh, use cases. Uh, and uh, what we have now is a really mature and stable platform that uh, has been tested and, and tried in real life. So we can say that to for some parts of the platform, we are uh, at a technology readiness level of nine. Some other parts, uh, of course, needs further development and further investment. And for that reason, is uh, what Said has mentioned, we want to fund this uh, coalition, this foundation to, to continue the development. Okay, so it is a mature project. I understood that. I didn't know how many years, um, but that's good. So... How, how many? Um, it's it's a middleware, but how many enterprises are connected? Is it or is it just pilot stage right now, and you don't have any commercial um, enterprises connected or willing to to join? Enterprises in terms of uh, larger companies that provide technology, less. What we have uh, more, are more users of the technologies in this because we are a piloting project so um, um, we have regions uh, municipalities we have also um, like uh, the association in Rotterdam that is an association of health stakeholders in Rotterdam that uh, joined uh, for piloting with us or we have for example an IT company in uh, in Spain uh, north of Spain that uh, has, is doing piloting to see how well this technology would work for their products, uh, future products. We have different cases, construction uh, uh, industry uh, that uh, also have uh, tried to do the future li- smart living environments, uh, so to say. So uh, we are very uh, market-oriented uh, and connected to real-life deployment and so on. 
but in terms of uh, having uh, large companies uh, as technology providers, uh, no, it was in the history of the development of uh, Universal as a technology that we had, for example, uh, Vodafone, we had uh, um, IBM, we had um, Philips, we had uh, Ericsson, we had, these have been working with us in the design and development mm -hmm. uh, in this phase uh, because the most of the um, design and development have been done by several, a coalition of different uh, European research organizations, universities and so on. Uh, the continuation now is more on the shoulders of those original developers. So the original developers are continuing this, but the next step is to, with creating this uh, international association, to also more involve again also the industry part. Okay, so uh, one of the things I do see around is there's a lot of uh, projects and a lot of people uh, working on AAL right now, assisted living. Um, so in order for our audience to understand, because not everybody's aged, so sometimes we're not really concerned. I just heard right now that the biggest percentage of people, aged people who fall, die within a year. And it was shocking to hear that. So let's go to case studies. Let's hear how it's being used so that way we can comprehend what it's all about. So I'm um, off to you, Bruno. Let's see what you have to say. Yes, uh, just coming back to this term, uh, ambient assisted living uh, is now is active assisted living because, uh, as you say, we are not only addressing age people, we are addressing uh, all the community of people which want to have uh, smart applications. Mm -hmm. But the point is, um, today in the ecosystem of SMEs or large companies to develop uh, such application is, um, they are working alone uh, in a, in a uh, vertical ver version of development. So they, they integrate devices and they make the applications and they try to sell it. Um, the approach we have in Universal is to say, all right, we have a middleware to facilitate the integrations. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, my vision is we need this kind of marketplace I mentioned before. I, I will come back to the use case and... Um, the marketplace is uh, um, facilitated by Universal mm -hmm. because uh, we can integrate component, software component or device component from others member of the association. That, that, that means that if you do not have an application for health uh, dedicated to your market, you can try to find this application from another partner. So you can grow more and uh, go to the market um, more easily. So this is a concept behind Universal also to, uh, to increase facilitating the market aspects. So concerning the use case we have in France, uh, typically, we are uh, develop, deploying an application for communicating local events to elderly people. So that means we have integrated uh, 25 public services in a local region that broadcasts information via the universal platform and via our portal to inform elderly people in this rural area about the events, uh, uh, concert, theater, uh, events concerning the public uh, new regulations and so on. So we facilitate the exchange of information between the public services and now private also local stakeholders to people 
via their mobile. So it is a kind of uh, uh, local Twitter uh, application. So yeah. you see, we are more far away from health application, but it is a starting point mm -hmm. to um, uh, embed or to empower people with uh, the digital uh, platforms. And how many users? So we, we are now in the first phase uh, within the real project with 150 elderly people, which mm -hmm. has been trained, formed and used the system. And the second phase will begin in September to increase to 1,000. Mm -hmm. So in this uh, small region. And then the goal of Trialog is to um, duplicate the, this process to other French region uh, to, um, to get more people involved. Okay, I'm going to come back with the, how easy it is for them to use because you talked about trained. And, but we'll talk about that later. That's not right now. So, Omide, I'm going to go to you now, Homer, um, and uh, tell us about your case study in Greece, I believe. Thanks, Vicky. Uh, well, uh, when we uh, uh, started uh, with Universal and uh, the Project Real, um, uh, we thought about uh, very carefully about the use case. So um, the use case we are trying to implement in Greece, we are implementing in fact in Greece, is trying to support in elderly people stay longer independently in their house. This is uh, uh, the case. So uh, what we are doing with these people, first we are trying to monitor their vital signs, then we are trying to help them remember, to, to, to help their memory, pushing notifications. So when we uh, started to think how we can push notifications to home appliances, uh, then we, we, we thought that uh, Universal can help us on that. So uh, how we use uh, the platform, we use the platform to allow devices within the house to understand with each other, okay. each other and talk. So uh, this is how we use uh, Universal. So also we help uh, family members to monitor what is happening in elderly people using also a uh, monitoring device in the house based on the universal platform. And uh, of course, we are using a web platform that is based on previous uh, research. Um, the interesting thing of uh, the platform is that uh, we, we believe that it's a good uh, uh, software, it's a good uh, module that uh, allows different agents to uh, talk each other and understand each other. Meaning that, as I explained yesterday, we extend uh, our services, now in disaster services, using the same platform. Even if it's not for elderly people, Universal helps us a lot on, on that. Um, also, we are expecting, um, after uh, the end of the project, to, to work with other SMEs and see how we can exploit their uh, expertise and their developments in order to uh, augment our uh, developments and uh, go to the market. I'm here in the eHealth Week uh, representing Democritus and Synthesis, which is the spin-off, which is trying to exploit uh, uh, in business-wise all these developments. Um, personally, uh, starting from my uh, character, I'm very uh, optimistic that we will manage to, 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 to produce a viable business uh, service. Yeah, thanks. 
obviously, because we hear a lot of projects and then you wonder about the exploitation and how this is going to become a business. And that's why we have a hard time sometimes grasping the idea and what's behind it. So uh, I will go to you, Pilar, to say, talk about the technical, what's included. And then I have one more question um, regarding um, how do you compete with companies that are also providing uh, middleware solutions and saying, uh, I was at Mobile World Congress, so I saw a lot of private companies saying, we have the platform, we have the cloud, we have the whole services, you should put our device, your devices or solutions on now. So I want both of you to respond to that, but do a little bit a technical roundup, roundup what it includes. Well, um, <clears throat> the platform is a platform that is based on a service bus uh, concept. So uh, uh, the platform is uh, uh, introduce a communication layer uh, that enables to connect different uh, components to, to that platform. Uh, it's based on a concept that is uh, called, well, is uh, bus, uh, the, the bus uh, um, concept. So it implements different buses, one for the um, context events, so everything that happens in the environment is published in this context event bus, and anything that you connect to the platform can get this information, these events from the context. We have uh, other buses like uh, the service bus, so anything that you connect can offer services uh, or can consume services for this uh, bus. So in, in that way, this is uh, how we enable this uh, semantic interoperability. Uh, that is one of the main uh, um, technical uh, properties of this platform, that the interoperability, the capability to connect and to communicate, it's uh, at, at a level of, of uh, the semantic of the things, of the meaning of the, of the applications. So it's uh, a, a bit yeah, complex <laughs> to understand. Uh, and it's also a bit uh, a challenge because it's a change of the paradigm on which uh, developers need to think how to uh, build their applications because they need to provide or to think of providing a meaning of their services on the, or the data they are uh, offering or they are consuming in the way that uh, uh, can be understood by others. But uh, when uh, one grasps this uh, concept, uh, the possibilities that it opens are really huge, as, as uh, you can imagine from what uh, Bruno and, and Homer has said. Uh, definitely, the business, the semantic interoperability is one of the key assets uh, that we have. Uh, also, the the open source, the the. Cap the freedom and, and, and flexibility that uh, the platform offer. Uh, the platform is built also very modular, so it's, uh, you can uh, uh, take what you need so, and, 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 and build your own uh, product using just uh, the components that you, you need and not a big uh, piece of software that uh, is uh, very monolithic, let's say. I think I gather your background is more research, uh, if I understand. But I'm going to make a question that usually you don't like, um, uh, Said. And the question is, it's all about marketing in the end and sales and promoting. And big companies have a lot of money to do that. And they can go ahead of you and uh, sell more or get more apps on top. So 
what is your competitive advantage? What do you think is your really strong point that you should eventually push? I think uh, the most important uh, point is that um, the market is still looking for the solution, uh, for the open solution uh, for the uh, uh, integration of Internet of Things. And uh, for this reason, you see also the big players, uh, that they are in several different associations. If you take, just as an example, Intel is a member in AIoTi, is a member in sorry, I forgot, in several um, uh, consortia and so on, one M two M and in uh, all join, all seen and so on. You see it overall. Why? Because it's not clear what is it the, this. Uh, this uh, common uh, open platform on top of which the solutions can be uh, um, provided. And we, with this vision to liberate the Internet of Things, today we have uh, the Internet of Brands, but we want really to reach that it is really the Internet of Things. And I think we have this um, uh, answer to this uh, winning, uh, the winning answer to this question, uh, actually, because of this semantic interoperability that uh, was mentioned by Pilar, because of freedom in deployment, you do, you can make any constellation of universalized components. You can do it only a local, uh, you can do an only local based, uh, deployment. You can have only cloud based. You can have combinations of them. Uh, you do not need to have predefined roles for the components and then say we need a server-side role and we need a client-side role. There is no such thing in uh, when, when things are connected uh, in a semantic way. And this freedom in connecting, creating own constellations meet with own deployment topologies and so on, I think this is unique in the whole world, and for this reason, I think that we have this uh, competitiveness factor for convincing uh, also larger companies. Okay, that's interesting. So, um, tell me an example of semantic interoperability. I need you to explain it as if I was a five-year-old. So, because you keep on mentioning it, I see it as a strong point. I I sort of understand, but I think you can do a better job at it, Bruno. Okay, thank you for this question. Um, example of semantic interoperability. Uh, typically, if we are in the health sector today, uh, uh, the concept of medication, the concept of uh, prescription, you know, is uh, um, an important concept to exchange between uh, doctor, uh, nurse, uh, patient, and so on. So how do you express uh, a prescription? How do you express the planning for taking pills and so on? So all these concepts can be expressed in this ontology ontology-based uh, universal system. So, and we semantically describe what is a prescription. Mm -hmm. And therefore, the applications, the software will reuse directly this semantic description to exchange information about prescription pills, uh, planning, and so on. Mm -hmm. So instead of encoding this concept into bits, uh, bytes and bits, 
we st the application m are uh, only uh, using this semantic description to discover new services based on that or to publish data on uh, this uh, this concept. So that they should use the AI? Um, uh, so yeah, just just I I I pass the, the, the macro to Saeed on that. Um, AI, yes, is we are not so far from AI because uh, we have to describe the knowledge of, about what we are doing, what the application is doing. And so yeah, exactly. So the beauty the beauty of uh, Universal is there is both uh, a description of the concept meaning and uh, knowledge. And also the software for exchanging data based on that, you know. I would like to add that um, actually here semantic interoperability is used uh, uh, in comparison to uh, having syntactical dependencies. Semantic versus syntactic. So um, we eliminate syntactical dependencies between components. The only syntactical dependency is to the universal middleware. And otherwise, you just, each component, one, depends syntactically from the universal middleware. And second, from a set of concepts that have some unique identifier. That's all. For example, uh, and and this uh, this uh, um, middleware provides the possibility that you actually it is for the developers like as if they talk to the system. So uh, when you want to nowadays in a conventional way, when you want to turn off a, a light, then you say I must find that as an object that uh, implements an interface. Then I will call a method called turn off of that object and so on. So you are thinking syntactically. You say, I need a programming model that there is some uh, function that I can call with this and so on. With Universal, you tell the middleware, you speak to the middleware, and you tell the middleware, turn off the light in the middle of the ceiling. That's all. That's all. Because the component that can do that has previously told them to the middleware, I am able to uh, to turn on and off the lights installed in this location. Okay. Okay. And this matchmaking is done by this middleware so that each component only technically depends only to one technology. And all, the, uh, the, uh, all these components are independent from each other. This is why you have the freedom of creating any constellation that you want. As long as they are universalized, uh, what we uh, use, like, like you can on this handy, uh, this mobile phone that I have, it is an Android one. You can install any application, as long as it is an Android application. This constraint is also for us. It must be a universalized yeah. component, but then you can put it together freely, totally freely. So that takes me to not my last question, my almost last, but. Does that mean you have created a developer community around Univ Universal? The developer community, uh, those who have developed Universal itself, 
this is actually uh, something that has a, this history Pilar was talking about. Three, mostly three uh, subsequent projects following each other. And this team was always together. And uh, now through this uh, creation of this association, we want to keep them still together. The governance among this community, uh, uh, I must say, that is the usual governance of open source projects. There is the possibility always for others who acquire the knowledge to join and become the so-called committers, uh, who, those who can commit code uh, uh, and so on. And um, uh, there is, uh, however, and uh, the, in the core of this, there are four organizations that have done this. There have been several others that who have con uh, contributed at several stages, but the constant part has been always these four organizations, one from Germany, Fraunhofer, two universities in uh, Spain, University Politecnica Valencia and University Politecnica Madrid, and the uh, something like Fraunhofer in Italy, it is called CNR, one institute of CNR that is in Pisa, CNR ISTI. These four organizations have been always there and are the ultimate experts of the uh, of this uh, open source uh, thing. There are also other developers, they are the user developers, they develop their own applications. Okay, so wrapping up, because we don't have, uh, we've already close to half an hour. Pilar, but everybody I'm going to ask, uh, in two years' time, what would be, you know, the perfect expectation that comes true um, for this project? What, what would you like to see as an accomplishment? Well, uh, <clears throat> my wish is uh, to really have this uh, coalition, uh, to really have involved uh, a larger number of new members to this coalition that can uh, contribute to uh, keep this uh, platform and this project alive. And also a growing marketplace, so where a lot of uh, SMEs and companies has uh, used the platform to develop their products, so they can offer uh, a lot of applications and services that can help uh, elderly people and, and uh, other citizens to really uh, build their own uh, uh, smart uh, applications and environment. Yeah, Bruno, you. Yeah. Yeah, in, the, in line of uh, Pilar, uh, I will insist on this marketplace uh, because the open source platform shall be maintained, yes, but to be maintained a platform, we need users of the platform and therefore these users are the developers of applications. So I expect that the Universal Foundation uh, Coalition um, project, uh, this is the future, will, will work also for them to provide them services. Great. Amira, where do you see it going? Um, in two years' time, we expect and we hope that we will have a, a product out there in the market. We intend within the next months to upload something in the Google Store and uh, see how it will go. And uh, based on uh, the pilot we, we had, uh, the results are positive because people are asking us to implement the service in their house, the houses. Uh, the, the only problem we see at the moment is uh, how to uh, afford the cost of uh, putting devices there. And this is the mod uh, This is uh, what we are doing now, working on the business model. And uh, we believe in two years we will have a successful business case. This is our. 
it's good listening to business when it comes to projects. Said, where do you see it in two years? Um, yeah, we have with our current project, we have brought the evidence uh, of uh, that uh, Universal is market ready. And it is also in uh, operation already in several places. What uh, uh, I uh, wish and I, uh, or we are working to achieve is to reach the growth of this ecosystem. And I see that actually in two years, we will have many also large players who join our association. Very optimistic and very hopeful. So thank you all for being with me. Pilaran and the rest of the gentlemen. This was Vicky Kolovo for Tech Talk Central, speaking with the representatives from the Universal Project. Very interesting indeed, and we'll be following up to see what you're doing. So goodbye for now. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Be part of the conversation. Join the Hope Forum in Athens, October 25th and 26th. The only event connecting stakeholders from the West and North of Europe with the Balkans and the Mediterranean. For more information, visit our website at ehealthforum.org. Join us in Athens this October.